Hey everyone, it's really late, but I just wanted to make sure, you know, I'm here on a Monday. Technically it's Tuesday, yes I know, for some of you it might not be, I don't know, are you on the west coast of America? It's still Monday, okay? Logistics, <laughs> it's fine. Like I said, loosely Monday, Tuesday, but now Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> loosely Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, more or less, I'm just getting settled into everything. Mercury retrograde today is kicking my butt when it comes to communication, big time, as well as mental health and lovely stressful things that made me feel like I was back during very stressful times, like flashbacks, like actual flashbacks. So yes, you're not alone. <laughs> and um, like I said in my last episode, you know, usually when we're in the midst of Mercury retrograde <clears throat> is when it gets a little extra spicy and fun. <laughs> Lots of fun. Um, but yeah, like trouble communicating properly. Like my last two episodes, I'm just like, oh, I'm not satisfied with them at all. Like I can't, like whatever. <laughs> progress not perfection am i right ladies yes yes i am progress not perfection <laughs> if i were to nitpick everything i do i wouldn't do anything with all of my virgo energy so if you're someone who's like that virgo or not um hey you know that's just a reminder because it can be easy sometimes especially when we have a clear vision of the way we want things to be or you know, just really sensitive to just the way, like, um, it feels when we're not fully aligned when we're doing something. Um, but, you know, and then, like, feeling kind of like, bleh, that didn't, that didn't, that wasn't it, but it's up anyway. And, like, I don't really, I don't know, you know, <laughs> type of thing, <laughs> which is, like, I think a part of it, it's a part of the journey, um, and, uh, some of us have that a little bit more than others, um, and it's a part of our growth and how we learn, and that's that's totally three-line right there. <laughs> it's like, it's very Aries energy. It's like, I'm gonna, like, just, I'm gonna, f I'm just gonna, like, swing it. We're gonna swing this. We're just gonna wing it, and we're gonna throw some spaghetti at the wall and see if it sticks, <laughs> and if it doesn't stick, cool. We're moving on to the next to the next spaghetti, <laughs> to the next thing, and just keep throwing that shit up against the wall <laughs> until something sticks. And then uh, it's not going to stick until we're 60. So, I mean, who's on medications for depression? Because, um, you know, <laughs> it's not a joking matter, but I'm just, you know, it is, you know, okay to laugh about that because um, when you have this type of energy, and I, I, I'm a three six, so trust me, I know. Um, or any kind of situations with Saturn in your chart where you're really being like delayed and stuff is really hard to like achieve for you. Um, you know, it's one of the most important things, and this is why Capricorns are really funny, is because it's important to laugh and not take things so seriously, and um, to know that you know 
also not take things so literally when you're learning about all these things in the spiritual community and these spiritual teachings and all these divination tools and stuff. You really need to filter it through your own self and not take things so literally, right? Just a reminder. Because um, it can be very much of an issue for some of us, um, more so than not, to, to do that. I tend to do that. I have my north node in the ninth house with the planets that rule that ninth house um, in my first house and on my ascendant. And um, it's definitely like a big theme of mine to, you know, not let other people's opinions kind of like get in the way of my inner knowing. And it's been really hard because it's hard to ground lately, um, the past few days, especially to hear myself. Um, it's easy. It's like really foggy, misty. I don't know what's going on in the general, in the general chart. Um, but I've like, I'm, I'm also in the middle of this Mercury, um, Neptune opposition that's going on for me natally with the transit of Neptune on top of Mercury being in retrograde. And today's like, I'm really feeling it, you know, where things are hazy and it's like, I don't know what's my mind and what is my inner guidance because it's so nebulous right now. Type of situation. So it's just like one of those times where if like you're feeling like that, it's just a reminder and your body's reminding you to spend more time grounding and connecting, reconnecting with yourself, right? Um, taking that energy and pouring it into you and taking time to connect with your beautiful self, getting nice and grounded. And um, it's important. And sometimes a little bit goes a long way. Actually, a lot of times a little bit goes a long way. Um, and that's like one of those foundational things, right? Because if we're not doing that, everything else turns to shit. So we have to make time for that. It's an absolute must. Even if it's five minutes when you first open your eyes, lay there and meditate or journal. And, um, and just do that even through increments throughout the day, you know? Right when you wake up in the afternoon, before you go to bed, whatever feels best to you, you know? And yeah, like I said, don't take things so literally and try not to pay too much attention to the negativity in the spiritual community. Um, especially with like things like astrology, because it's become so pop culture that people can tend to, you know, it's like there's a lot of people that are involved in astrology that are, that are not... Um, on a spiritual path, for instance, or as spiritually, like, concentrated, and they can be pretty, like, petty and on surface level and, like, saying horrible things about certain signs and, like, judging people because of their signs and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, we're all human and it happens to a certain degree for every single one of us, depending on what's going on and where we're at, right? But, um, you know, try not to let that happen for you and also don't pay attention to that. And if you notice that starting to happen, if you're starting to categorize people and be like, oh, I don't like that person because they have blah, 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 you know, just reeling it in and being like, okay, <laughs> it's time to go into highest perspective and not do that. We're not going to do that because, you know, uh, we're not here for witch hunting. We're not here to 
you know, just slap labels on people and be like, oh my God, she's evil because she's a Scorpio and she's creepy and she's going to like just fuck you and then like she's going to gouge your eyes out because she's a Scorpio. <laughs> like not here for that. We're not here, not here for that. Let's do that uh, Scorpio dance where we go a little, a little deeper, a little more intricate, a little bit more insightful. And looking beyond those stereotypical things and divulging the treasures from underneath it all to find the truth, to actually bring up the truth, not the stereotypical, superficial stuff, which is wonderful and fun and great and helps people get into astrology. But at the end of the day, what's most important is that we're going deeper, that we're getting contemplative, that we're checking ourselves when... We're using these tools in a way that's not in highest divine good, that we're bad-mouthing people's signs and stuff and, like, um, creating negative opinions about certain aspects or signs when it comes to a person's character um, and remembering that that's actually really unethical, especially if you're somebody who's a professional, and to reel it in, like, don't be parting yourself. But, like, to reel it in and be like, well, you know, if I'm here to do this, then you know, I have to honor that this is a, a sacred science. So many people were not able to have access to this. This used to be way more sacred knowledge. And, um, you know, and I'm just gonna, just wanna, you know, my Neptune and Capricorn in my fifth house that is in trying with my Venus on my ascendant. <laughs> It's just here to tell you to respect astrology. <laughs> Give that respect. And, you know, like, tip your hat to to the granddads that created it, to, you know, where it came from and what it is. Um, and, yeah. I highly doubt any of you are doing that, but if you are, I don't hate you. I'm just saying, like, people are people. We all make mistakes, but it's just a reminder to... To that, that this is a spiritual science, and it's it's to help people and heal people, um, not not label people and create gossip and create division and all sorts of crap. Right? When we can all have negative opinions and positive opinions about everything, but the minute we start to like judge people because of a certain placement or make like negative, um, harmful, like character labels when it comes to someone because of something you know like that doesn't help anyone and it doesn't help astrology because everybody has something and I know personally like when I first got into when I first had my spiritual awakening and I found cafe astrology like way back in the day the, when I read about my Scorpio moon, I was like, oh, fuck this shit. It was so negative. It was so crappy. It was just so destructive. It didn't do anything to help me. I want to get anywhere near astrology. I was like, mm, I'm out. <laughs> I went straight to numerology and I'm like, I'm a five life path and I'm just going to remember that and stick to that and just <laughs> like completely left astrology behind because of that, you know? So, but yeah, you know. Nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And all of these things are helping us grow and develop and experience things the way that we're supposed to as we go through life, regardless of how positive or negative it is. And, um, you know, generally speaking, 
And yeah, you know, if if you're feeling down about <laughs> being a Scorpio or anything like that, like just don't let any of that get into your head. There's so many people that are on the surface level of this stuff um, that are getting involved, that are making content, that are, you know, out there giving off their opinions. And so if you know better, then share better, do better, and don't let that get to you. And, um, you know, spirituality and these divination tools are supposed to help elevate us and heal us and help us have clarity and a stronger connection with the divine, or at least have a stronger understanding of ourselves and others so that we can deeply understand one another so we can get along better so that we can live life feeling our best right at least that's where i'm coming from i am fairly certain you guys are as well and so just wanted to express all of that um the number 12 is like really like following me along lately <laughs> i'm just seeing a lot of 12s um anyway oh i guess i wanted to I guess I didn't want to. I don't know. Maybe the universe just wanted me to talk about Twin Flames and where I stand on all that. I personally um, don't know at this point. <laughs> I'm more leaning towards like it not being a thing more so than not due to personal reasons. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I don't have any room to say whether it's true or false but uh, um from my personal experience what i've experienced um is with that and like just basically where i'm at is that you know some soulmates are stronger than others and different soulmates bring out different experiences for us for ourselves and um what people label as a twin flame i've experienced something very very similar to that um but I just decided to not put any labels like that and um a deep part like I spent more time just connecting with myself and not being on social media and realized you know that they're not my twin flame um I was finally being able to connect with myself on a, on a way more deeper level and not be so much in my head, which is, you know, very hard for me not to do because I'm a Virgo, Mars, Mercury, and Sun. And my Mercury's conjunct Mars and Virgo. So it's like a lot of fun. <laughs> and, um, you know, recently I just learned to connect more with my body and, you know, that's a lot of it has to do with human design and like learning about human design is helping me to not be all in my head, but like in myself, in my body, in my soul, in my heart, and use my mind as the computer that it is. Um, which helped me <laughs> understand that everything that I was expressing, um, thinking that this person who I love, don't get me wrong, I love them very, very much on a deep level, like soul level. We have a deep soul connection. Um, nothing can ever change or shake that. Um, you know, the experiences that we had were profound and our connections like unbreakable. Um, but you know, I don't resonate with that label and it's not a journey that I feel like is, uh, healthy. Um, for me and something I want to be doing. <laughs> and, um, I know the whole 
idea of what that is and what it isn't. Um, I just don't subscribe to that personally. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I took a lot of time to like go within the two understand what it is for me and I so I uh, if you're feeling confused if you're having a very profound soulmate experience slash connection with someone I highly recommend that you just um take time off to yourself to honestly and truly with the intention of things being in highest divine health and balance and good for you to uh, understand what that is for yourself and you don't need to put any labels and just like choose whatever is best and healthiest for you um, and focus on solutions in your life and positivity in your life and healing and just enjoying life and everything else is just going to fall into, into place. Um, and I know that's easier said than done. But again, I can't talk more enough. I can't talk more enough. I can't talk enough about thought field therapy because it's... Let me tell you something about thought field therapy. They used it on people in Rwanda who watched their families be slaughtered. And they were better after the first time of using it. The trauma sequence specifically. Um, a woman was able to forgive a man who murdered her family in front of her brutally like horribly using thought field therapy it's a powerful tool and i know it sounds like it's not um to those of you who are not familiar with it and i'm sure that it's not going to help everyone profoundly uh or as profoundly the first time or even like after a few times or maybe it's not your thing but i'm just saying like give it a try because it can really help especially when you're having these karmic connections, these deep soulmates, um, there's a lot of stuff that comes up. There's a lot of difficulty that comes up. And that's tra that's traumatic within itself in its own way sometimes. And it can be very hard to let go. So it's another, you know, reason as to why I love it. Because just in general, whatever you have going on that's really hard to move on from, to release, um... Even like subconsciously, there's a lot that we store in our body from our emotional trauma, difficulties, and experiences. And so it really helps with that. And um, yeah, I just pretty much wanted to just come on here and let you guys know, um, you know, that people's opinions of you and any kind of like crap out there that's trying to say that you're this or that in a negative light, shedding a negative light on you, especially when it's something that's supposed to be spiritual and it's supposed to be enriching people's spiritual lives, is crap. And and anybody who's saying that is just not someone you should be listening to. <laughs> and just also giving grace because we're all human. So it's also a reminder, especially in the spiritual community, that we're all human and we're not perfect. And... Um, but the most important thing is that you understand that and that you make choices that don't lead you down abusive trails, that don't lead you down uh, following people or listening to people that um, do not resonate with you and that do, that do not enrich you, that do not heal you, that do not inspire you, that do not soothe and comfort you, um, you know, because those, those aren't your people and that's okay. 
you know, we all have a different resonance. We're all in different places in our lives and we all have different perspectives. And some people are going to be for you. Other people will not. And it's all good. It doesn't mean you have to hate them. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, say that they're doing a bad job or whatever the case may be. You can definitely criticize them. I'm definitely criticizing people right now. But I'm also acknowledging that, you know, where, where they're at and what they're doing is like a part of their journey. And so, you know, we can close that circle out with grace um, and love <laughs> and, you know, reintroducing ourselves to ourselves and be like, hey, self, what is it that actually helps me? And um, who am I following? Who am I listening to? What is it that I'm like partaking in every day that's making me feel like I'm not so great about myself, you know, whatever the case may be. And not worrying about like what the popular narrative is, but just being empowered within yourself and doing your best to do that. Because sometimes that can be very hard. So pat yourself on the back for even wanting to do that, for even wanting to do that. And then allowing that positive like force, <laughs> that positive momentum to keep taking you onward in a positive route that feels good to you, that's healthy, that's in your natural rhythm, that feels good, just living life, and also not thinking so much about all of this stuff, right? Anyway, so that's my rambles for tonight. I will see you guys on Wednesday. I love you very, very much, and screw rumors, screw other people's nasty opinions about you, like, don't need to worry about it, don't need to think about it. Um, and you're not alone if that's, if you get annoyed with it <laughs> and I'll see you Wednesday. I love you. One love.